Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. By small business owners, and today's bout is brought to you by Pantheon Web Hosting. My name is Alex. <laughs> My name is Natalie. And welcome back. Welcome back to the Podcast of Awesomeness. That's right. Every week, usually, we try to bring (laughs) awesomeness in some way, shape, or form to better enrich, well, to further enrich your lives and make you a better business owner. Yeah, more in control of your life and your business, better work-life balance. That's right. Because we know it's tough. We know that you're spinning a lot of plates trying to How keep them all. How do we know going. that? Well, we know that because we go through that struggle too. Yeah, I'm spinning a lot of plates. Spinning a lot of plates, riding in a lot of hamster wheels, wearing a lot of hats. Wearing a lot of hats, and that is what we're here to talk about. Clichés. Not clichés. <laughs> we're here to talk about clichés and platitudes and platypuses. Yeah, let's just grab the bull by the horns and get started. Let's just punch life right in the... No. Nose. You can't say any bad words. I'm on a roll, people. I said no bad words during our last uh, podcast. I think you did, actually. And we had to edit. I think I was edited. This is true. (laughs) However, it didn't make it into the podcast, so that still counts. Mm. It does still count. You're of right. course it counts. It's a very curated view of Alex <laughs> with no curse words. Honestly, it's the worst it's the worst <laughs> thing. So Natalie, did you did you do your challenge? Did you do the challenge last week? What was the challenge and did you did you even do it? The challenge was to revisit your purpose. Why did you start your own business? Why do you do what you do? And see if the original purpose you had when you set up your business was still true. And if not, to update it. Well, how'd you do? I think I did pretty well, actually. How did you do? I struggled with it. You don't have a purpose? (sighs) You know, we were supposed to start with you, but we can can start with me. So... (laughs) I got to thinking about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What? what is my purpose? And I'm like, well, my purpose is to make my clients happy, make my clients make money, you know, like help them make more money, which seemed pretty shallow. That's, And that's not why I get out of bed. That's not why I put myself through the grind. All right. And... You know... So I think it's something deeper. I feel like it's something deeper. I... I spoke to the man, the man, the I spoke, man, I spoke to this man named <laughs> Arthur Nakane and Arthur Nakane is a recognizable character. In fact, you might've seen him around town. He is affectionately referred to as the one man band. He sits in a chair. He plays multiple instruments. Thus the moniker, maybe the one man band. And mm-hmm. typically you can find him in, Little Tokyo. Didn't he have 
have his instruments stolen or something a couple of years ago? He's had his instruments stolen. The dude has a challenging life. So I, I ran into I, I ran imagine. into him at a farmer's market and he was telling me how long it takes him to set stuff up. It takes him about two hours to get his setup done. Wow. Whereas most people it would take them significantly less. Mm-hmm. One thing that he said to me was the solutions are around you, with you, and within you. What does that actually mean? He's like a philosopher. He's not really a philosopher so much as, like, figure your stuff out. You have the answers are within. <laughs> is is what it really Leave comes alone, down kid. to? Leave me alone, kid. I'm busy playing music. Leave me alone. I'm trying to make a buck. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> the answers are around you, within you, and with you. So I thought about it. Like, okay, well. What is, what is my guiding lights? What is that purpose? And I remember, you know, what was it that, what was it? And initially I think it was to, to strike out on my own, to, to work for myself, but it it was more than that. I had to think about, well, what is, what's my vision? What's the vision? How am I going to do it? And, And what's the guiding principle? I, I feel like I had to do those things to start working at the purpose. Okay. And I realize that this mm-hmm. answer is way too long already, but I'm going to keep going with okay. it. Okay. So the vision that that I have or kind of the, the guiding line is, you know, it. what I wrote down was we appreciate that the world is always changing, that technology moves quickly revealing new ways to do things. We aim to use our wits, our voice, and our know-how to help our clients excel in a changing world. And some of the core values that, that I wrote about were to use technology to empower our customers to grow their business and reach their potential, uh, to use our business and our voice to foster community. And that those are, those are two values and there's more here, but I didn't, I I don't want to go too deep into that. So the purpose though, still haven't gotten to the purpose. And I, I think that the work that we do is something that, that we have to be really to do our best work. We have to be happy about the work that we do. We have to take pride in it, but it it has to be something that's motivating in, in some way. And I think it's possible to find motivation in, in just about anything that, that we do. And that's the hope, right? And I hope most people are able to find motivation and happiness in, in the work that they do, whatever that is, right? Whether they work for themselves or not. In my case, I, I thought about, I thought about the thing that made me want to quit my job or the thing that I saw that said, you know what? It's time. You're overdue. And that was the, the, the scene from Parks and Rec where Ron Swanson tells Leslie Nope, you gotta, you can't half ass two things. You have to whole ass one thing. And <laughs> the, the, the purpose that I have is to, is to whole ass happiness and pride in the work that you do. Which at the end of the day, that's, that's what has to be true for me 
to continue to do this because I get stressed out. How many times have I told you? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this or I'm done. I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. And I, and I keep coming back and I keep doing it. And it's because I still am excited to build things for, for, for my clients. I'm still excited to see them do well. You know, I, I don't want people to feel like they have to pay me money to, or that they're wasting money by paying me. Like they should know that they're getting a value out of it. That's, that's what I put down for purpose. Okay. And I, I don't know it. I wrote a blog post about this too, because I definitely started the year off feeling very much just kind of blah. I don't know. I feel like I, everyone, I I feel like everyone else is just like, Oh, new year. Just killing it. Just seeing people like writing tweets and stuff about how their leads are up and all this other stuff. And everyone's excited. And I'm over here like, (sighs) well, good for you for being authentic and honest about where you are. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Did you find the exercise of trying to identify the purpose of being involved with a small business helpful? Yes. And, and I, I think, I think it helps me think of what I do, how I do it and why I do it. Um, and those are things that I, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about. So I think that the challenge gave me more than what I was originally tasked with doing. So I feel like I have a vision. I feel like I have core values around how I do that. And the purpose part, I think still needs, I still need to be happy about what I do. But I also think like there, there's something still there to say, and don't try to get cookies out of this because (laughs) I, I, I think I done did it, but, but I always want cookies. Yeah. Same, 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 same. Cookies are delicious. Cookies, cookies are life. Unless they're gluten free, then they're not very good. Ugh. Well, let's let's not knock down gluten free cookies because there might be people out there who like them. But um, so or people who can only have gluten free cookies. And if that's you, I'm very sorry. Me too. I'm sad for you. I'm sad for you too. Hugs. 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 Oh, boy. (laughs) So I'm going to leave it at that because I feel like I could ramble on. (laughs) Well, I think we can all ramble on about anything. But also, you know, in in researching this, I looked at other companies' mission statements Mm -hmm. and what have you. And, you know, I, I did a Google search of corporate purpose. And I think I got like four pages deep into a Google search yeah. and it was just articles from Forbes and entrepreneur and other type <laughs> sites, how to come up with a purpose, how to do it. And I didn't bother to read any of them because I wanted to figure it out. Like what was the purpose? And in trying to research this, I got through these pages of useless information before I finally got to some mission statements. And in these mission statements, it also addresses, you know, importance of 
the work that they do, their core values, and Patagonia. Patagonia's core values and purpose really, uh, I found to be compelling because the way that they see they they see their business in the context within the world that it inhabits and they see that the world that the earth is a is a very precious thing with you know limited resources and that they have a responsibility a core responsibility to make sensible ethical products that can be well maintained and repaired and their their mission or one of their core values is to build to build delightful simple products Mm -hmm. and they also feel like their responsibility that their purpose is to save the earth from extinction i like that and i don't think that obviously there's my own purpose that i think is a little bit greater than doing the work that i'm happy about right. doing but mm-hmm. i have to be happy doing what i'm doing to to keep going otherwise i'm still in the same position that i was before anyway so that's the answer to your question okay. did i do the challenge the answer is yes <laughs> i think next time i'm just you gonna say yes real soul searching i did because that's what it is you know what we do and why we do it is it's not just it's not just a business. It's it's a part of us. It's inextricable. Uh, inextricable. It can't be separated. It's it's who we are. Mm-hmm. So, Natalie, what about what about you? Tell I me. did the challenge. You did the challenge. So, no yes. cookies for me. No cookies for you. Damn. Although technically, you could eat cookies anytime. You don't have to wait for but me to But cookies are more delicious when you vanquish your, your, your rivals over challenges they didn't do. They sure are. <laughs> so, what'd you do? Well, I identified the purpose of my business is to empower my clients to be successful and achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have as much of a story about mine as you do. Well, it, you don't have to though. Like, and I, I think that that that's a solid purpose. You know, mm-hmm. it. And I do think with, with with any with any one thing, right? Like, you can really unpack it and dig deep. And I think also the reason for for my going as deep as I did was I just kind of feel in this. Like I'm in this fog, yeah. you know, I'm just, I just feel mucky. Like I, I just feel sluggish and kind of detached from the things that I'm doing. So it's kind of taken me on this journey. However, you know, for, for the purposes of what you do, why, why is, why, why is that your purpose? Why is empowering your client success important to you? I think it might go back to when I first started the business where I saw that in so many different cases, professional web services and online presence services were just priced out of reach for a lot of small business owners and um, nonprofits. And I wanted to find a way to put that in reach. But then I think as I have grown and as my business has come along, 
which I celebrate my 10th anniversary next month. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Slap it. High five. <laughs> um, I think that that's been refined and that I kind of see that I am most happy and most satisfied with my work when I feel like it has a positive impact mm-hmm. on the small business or the organization that I'm working for. Sure. Um, it just makes me feel really good. It makes me feel really good to help people, you know, people have these goals or these ideas of what they want to do and that I can come along and help move that along in some way. I I just think that's really exciting. Yeah. And that's where I, I, that's where I see most of the satisfaction in my work is like knowing that I've helped somebody made their business better, their organization better and their lives better. Now, you you do and you have gone beyond just doing the work. Like you've done nonprofit events, like you you've stepped up to organize different nonprofit mm-hmm. events. Um and why why did you do that? Cuz you volunteered a lot of your time in the past and recently <laughs> you've you've taken steps to reclaim some of that time. Yes. You know, for for your own purposes short while, but it, but giving your time is still something that's important to you. It is. Yeah. I want to make the world a better place. I want to leave the world better than I found it. That's all. Yeah. That's all she says. Anything I can do to help. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think, I think I underestimated the importance of, identifying your business's purpose because I I think when you're in tune with what that is, it really does help guide what you do, who you do it for. And I think too, it kind of helps you decide who you're going to work with. Yes. So as I was actually digging more into that first, uh, I guess it's actually the second week. Yeah. Um, of the uh, Fix Your Business in 90 Days book, uh, she actually mentioned that, that, like, it's not truly your purpose if you're not using it to guide decisions about your business. Yeah. So a friend of mine works with organizations like large corporations and, and organizations on identifying these different principles. And I was talking with her about it, and, you know, she got me thinking about this to, to find your purpose, a helpful thing, it's not necessary, but helpful. Like, what is that vision? What, what are you trying to get to? Then the other part is how do how are you going to do it? Like, what are your ethics? What are your values? And then the purpose is why you do it, why you flip on the lights and you do it day in and day out. Why you get out of bed every morning? Why you get out of bed every? You know what's your why? Which is kind of the douchey thing that <laughs> that 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 gets asked. Why? Why do you do it? To drink coffee. To drink. No, to, I'm just kidding. I don't even drink coffee. Uh, I'm on a detox of coffee, and actually, am I? Because I think I did. <laughs> did you accidentally have a coffee? Yeah, I think I accidentally had a coffee the other day. Dang oh, it. well. Oh, well. 
Anyway, You're I'm not supposed, perfect. So I'm doing no coffee and no booze this month. So All so right. far no booze. Dry January. Dry January. Now just no coffee or no caffeine? Well, that's the only place I really get caffeine from. What about tea? Uh, I don't really do tea that much. Oh, I love tea. Yeah, I know. So I'm just trying to say no to the coffee. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, that was a little off topic. So we did the challenge. Yes. Did you do the challenge? Listener, did you? Did you? Don't lie. Or do you owe us cookies? Or do you owe us a cookie? (laughs) If you didn't do the challenge, mail us cookies right now. You can mail those to P.O. Box 154, South Pasadena, California, 91031. Or to 87 North Raymond, number 200, Pasadena, California, 91103. (laughs) Let's see how many cookies we get. I expect to get zero cookies. (laughs) I expect 100 cookies. That's what I like about you. You, you you always expect the best. I expect nothing, which is a whole other episode, folks. <laughs> so, we have a challenge to do. Another one? That's the way this thing works. Oh, Every week. man, I thought we were going to get a break. Every week, a challenge. All right. What's the challenge this week? The challenge this week is to do a little PR for your business. Ooh, ooh, so fancy. So fancy. Uh, who among us has time to do PR? I sure don't. Nor do I. However, there. what I'm recommending for this is I'm going to recommend that you set up an account with a nifty little service called HARO, or also known as Help a Reporter Out. All right. What do I do? I How just, do I get started? You go, you, you just look up Haro, sign up for a free account, and what you just Haro.com? I don't know. It's helperreporter.com. It's helperreporter.com. What the service does is you get a digest of queries that reporters are actively making, and you decide. Based on what you're getting, you can reply to any of these queries and say, hey, I'm an expert in this field. If this is something that you're due to do consistently a few times a week, you can possibly help yourself get mentioned in uh, media stories or, or news stories. Sometimes uh, major news outlets. Sometimes major news outlets. And I came up with this idea because uh, one of my clients... Urban Southern use this to great effect. They they got their they got their website mentioned on Fox Business. The result was an avalanche of sales and about a month's worth of boxing orders, which is a good problem to have. Now, yes. will the same thing happen for you? Maybe not exactly, but it's possible. And if you don't do the work, it won't happen at all. Even if that huge thing doesn't happen, you're still getting some quality backlinks. Mm-hmm. You're still establishing some credibility, establishing yourself as an yep. expert in your field. Yep. Still driving some interest and in traffic to your site. So even if you aren't suddenly under an avalanche of orders, it's still helping. Yep. So the idea is to go to helperreporter.com, sign up for a free account, and you can pick which 
areas or, or which categories you'd like to get queries from. Can I get queries about cookies? I'm an Not expert on cookies. <laughs> you can't specifically get <laughs> queries about cookies. However, if you chose lifestyle, then it mm. is possible you could get story requests for obscure cookie recipes. Mm. And that would be your jam, man. Yeah, it would. So that is that is the challenge. So as as you already noted, why you do it, you, you want to establish credibility for your business. You want to get juicy, amazing backlinks pointing at your website, which will help with your search engine visibility and rankings. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it's it's a great free way to market your business. And help a reporter. They, they have other... And oh, to be helpful. And to be helpful. So if you're the sort of person who likes being helpful, help a reporter out. Their, their base accounts are free, but you can obviously pay. Uh, For some fancier features and earlier notifications. Earlier notifications. Now, one thing I'll mention is you got to be... They send out three query feeds a day like three emails with queries in them like you want to be on top of it you need to because people are getting just hammered with requests once the emails go out they get hammered i read an interview with a reporter that said that they average between 30 and 60 responses yeah to a query in there yeah and they've you know they've got to sort those out and pick one but the earlier you are like they're basically going to take the first good one that comes through so the earlier you are the better chance that you have and then i saw the times for the queries so we'll do pacific time because that's where we are is 2 30 a.m which i'm probably going to miss that one 9 a.m and 3 p.m a little early in the day for us yeah However, if you're on the East Coast, or it's still five thirty a.m. on the East Coast, get up early. You have to be a real early bird to catch that first digest. Our next challenge after <laughs> this challenge is getting up early. <laughs> getting up at two thirty a.m. <laughs> to respond to an email. That's that's the challenge. So yeah, so yeah, that that's the challenge. It's easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's very doable. Yeah, and then let us know if you get, like, any big mentions on, like, ABC or the New York Times or something. Yeah, straight up. And if you get mentioned on New York Times, they're probably not going to link to you anyway. Hmm, that's a bummer. You might even get mentioned on Rolling Stone. Oh, I did read a tip also that after you have started responding to some queries, that you want to actually set up a Google alert for your name because apparently the reporters are real bad about telling you that they used what you sent them. Really? And you won't even know that you were used in an article unless <laughs> you're looking out for it. You know, I set up a Google alert for my name, and I keep on getting alerts from Dr. Alex Vasquez. So he and I are in a real battle uh, over search engine rankings over our name. Wow. Maybe you should add, like, a middle initial or something. I do. Mm. All right. Well, anyway. That's neither here nor there. We're not going to talk about that. Apparently not. So, Natalie, uh, do you think you can do that challenge? I feel like I can handle it for a little while. (laughs) For a little while? Yeah. It seems like it might be a little intense and take up some time. So, 
I'm not sure that it's something I'd want to commit to doing every day for like the rest of the year. Sure. But as a week challenge, and it, you know, and I guess the other thing is that if I do it for a week and I get a couple of mentions, like I'll be pretty motivated to keep doing it. Yeah. But you got you got to keep trying though. Yeah. So Natalie, now that these people have been properly motivated to sign up and do the whole PR thing through Haro, how else then would they connect with us and tell us about the results of the challenge? Well, a good place to start is at our website because that's our central hub for everything. That is like weeklypodcast.com. Okay, that sounds right. And from there, you can find our social media accounts, which are at Do Weekly Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From there, you can see the whole archive of all of our past episodes, along with show notes and helpful links for every episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And from there, you can get all kinds of helpful links to subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. Like, if you are the sort of person who uses iTunes, you can leave us a nifty five-star review. Yes, please. That would be awesome. Yes. And I'll just jump right to Pocket Cast, because I know Alex is going to want to bring and it up. And Pocket Cast... Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Blueberry, all the awesome places, Google Podcasts, whatever yep. they're calling that now. Yep. Uh, all the awesome places you find podcasts, you'll find us there. I think that sounds pretty exhaustive. So, dear listener, for the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez. And I'm Natalie McLeese. And we are reminding you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.